I am from beyond. Listen, and all you desire will be yours. Welcome to Spider-Man and the Secret Wars. Prepare for battle. Welcome to Prattle World. I am your host, the ever-amazing, ever-spectacular Spider-Dan. And in this podcast, I spotlight entertainment's best-kept secrets that a mainstream audience may find boring. And welcome to Shockphobia Fest, a month-long celebration of all Hallow's Eve's most frightening films and comic spooks. And today, we have another excellent Halloween movie. Um, it's going to be... It's 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 a bit different to the, kind of the usual ones. I don't really tend to do haunted house or ghosty stuff. But this one is absolutely fantastic. And if you haven't seen it, go out and watch it now. Because it is a classic. And I'm here yet again with my favourite spooky compatriot... He's, I mean, he looks terrifying. That's why we do a podcast. We can't show his true face. His true identity will scare children and ruin the lives of young people. There are lots of knives nearby. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Dan. How are you? Hello, you're Dennis. Right. Right. Hello again. Hello yes. again. I missed you. <laughs> It's been so long. I don't, I don't believe that for a minute. I don't believe that for a minute. <laughs> I miss your shell-like ears. Shell-like ears. Yes. No, I, I think mine are more elf-like, especially one of them. I was born genetically. Here's a, here's a funny fact about me. I was born genetically with a genetic quirk in my family from my mother's side, and we have flat ear. So if you see, yeah. it, on this ear, there's kind of it's a little pointed. Yes. And on this ear... See, it's quite round. Yes. So it makes it look like there's there's part of my ear missing. It does. Initially, I thought this was from a childhood accident that I didn't remember because <laughs> I had so many that I didn't remember. You know, bang yes. your head. I'm quite forgetful anyway. Um, but no, it turns out it's a genetic quirk because my my mum's side, my nephew has it, my cousin has it, my uncle has it. So it's uh, some sort of weird genetic freak that I am. It's a shame your genetic freakness didn't give you powers. I mean, I've got double jointed elbows as well. You know, that's that's yeah. Double. Oh yeah, Dan. Yeah, they oh, on both. I don't on need, both. I don't need to see that. So yeah, so I you, am. No one needs to see that. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it, it's freaky. I used to pretend that I'd broken my arm and it freaked people out. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> Some people don't. People think it's weird. And at work, at work, they ask me to point round corners. <laughs> <laughs> so every day we learn more and more about each other. I know it's it's exciting, isn't it? Something. I, I something just retain new. water. <laughs> That's all I do. Like a hydro dam. Yeah, just, I've got this is water weight. That's just, all I have. Yeah. Fair enough. But we are not here to talk about our genetic frailties and uh, disabilities. We are here to talk about 1980s The Changeling. Indeed. Not to be confused with Angelina Jolie and is it. Clint Eastwood? I think it was a Clint Eastwood. Directed, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's known as the ch- as just Changeling. Yes. And that was from 2008. That is not... There is similarities. There's a similar thing that, that happens within this film, but we won't get into that just yet. Angelina's acting is probably scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just her face. Help! Help! Has anyone seen help? Help! That's not my boy! That's not... 
don't know why she sounds like Mickey Mouse. Don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a very, that's a very scary premise for a film. But no, this is a uh, uh, stars. It's a film by Peter Medic, um, Hungarian director, and uh, stars George C. Scott. Uh, Trish van der Veer, which I think was his wife as well at the time, and various other people. Um, it's not a big cast, is it? No, it's not huge, but I think that is one of its strengths. Mm, yes. I think I think yeah. if you add too many, because there's a lot of kind of, it's this film is somewhat of a, a kind of haunted house ghost story, but it is kind of almost like a conspiracy thriller kind of thing going on as well. It's got to these kind of interweaving. Because it, it does feel like almost like a seventies political thriller yes. uh, with a with a haunted house ghost thing, and it, and it's good. But you you brought this film to my attention. I did. Um, so this this month is usually about um, movies that are set on Halloween or around Halloween. I tend to kind of I don't want to do just any old scary films. Much like the Christmas alternative Christmas month, I want them to be set around that time, even if they're not you know remotely about Halloween. Uh, and this one, I think I remember what we were watching it, and I was like. Is this about Halloween? Is, is this set on Halloween around Halloween? And and then I was like, and then we finished it, and I was like, was there even a mention of October or the time of year or Halloween coming up? Uh, and and we, we we chatted a little bit through the film, so we might have missed the odd line, but it must have been like just a line or something to 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 indicate it was this time of year because uh, we completely missed it. But there's I've I've looked through it. There's several Wikipedia pages, wiki pages, um, other websites, uh, bloodydisgusting.com, all reference this as being a Halloween movie yeah. set at Halloween. So it still counts, Dennis. Halloween brings nothing to the story, though. No, no, it's got it's not. Yeah, it's just set over. Yeah. The, the period. There's no there's no pumpkins. There's no bats. No people in no. costume. It's not. No. It's not Halloween. It's a Halloween film yes. set around Halloween, but it's not really Halloween themed. Um, However, you could say that maybe, you know, this time of year has Mm. brought this particular spirit. The realms are closer. Yeah, maybe it's a bit thinner between the walls of the world. Reality. Mm. The astral plane. So, Dennis, you brought this to my attention. I did. Tell me a little bit about The Changeling. What's the the premise of The Changeling? Basically, (laughs) I, I saw this film first off when I was, I think I was about nine, nine, ten. Um, and I, my brother, as it usually is with me with horror movies, mm. um, my brother made me watch it, and it scared me. Very few films scare me. Mm. Um, Evil Dead's one that scared me when I watched it. Yeah. Exorcist one that scared me, and this scared me. And I think it's a haunted house, but I think in these days with haunted house, it's all CG. It's all this. It's all it's it's all bells and whistles. Well, with the Changeling, I think what scared me more is. It was very subtle. It's a very subtle little 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 film. It's a bang here, a squeak there. There's this, that, and the other. And it, it starts with a big, big shocking event in um, George C. Scott, the actor. I can't yeah, remember yeah. his name. Is it Jack? John, I John. think. I want to say John. Um, in his life, um, changes the way his, his, his life's going, hmm. um, moves into a big house, and then things start to change. There are tidbits of things, little, little tiny kind of, you know, bit of a knock there, bit of a bang there. He, a noise. Yeah, yeah, the piano stops working, but then mm. plays itself and little things like that. Mm. But what always used to, what, what always kind of stood with me was the banging, like the metal banging, like mm. the pipes, because it's so loud. It's, you know, you have your TV on like a normal sound, mm. but that is so loud. I think the sound engineer, I remember reading that he did that on purpose. He mm. made it a lot louder than everything else. And so it kind of, it senses. But I, I like, I kind of like the, the slow burnness of it. You know, mm. I, as a nine-year-old, it just scared me. 
Hmm. As a like seventeen year old when I watched it again, it was I kind of understood the craft behind it. Yeah. And watching it as an adult, there's there's a lot goes into it. More than just a haunted house. I like say it's a bit of a conspiracy. There's yeah. there's this and the other. Is he mad because of what's happened in his life? Is it do people believe him? Do, hmm. I, I I love it. I think it's I think it's a great movie, and it is very much in my head, very much like a French Connection. It's very much kind of moody, it's gritty. Yeah. The kind of same sort of filters are on the films. Mm. It's it's fil- It's it's actually filmed on proper film as well. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. it's it has that kind of feel of 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 a police kind of movie. Yeah, seventies police movie because there's a lot of investigation yeah, that goes yeah. on. It's not just like oh, we know this house has had horrible things. There's yeah. been known to be hauntings. This is a cursed house. Yeah. We know, like, we don't know what has gone on in this house. No, you kind of get snippets of it. And it's, it basically, there's, there's an incident happened in the house. It's been covered up. And the the, the spirit kind of wants closure. I think that's a good summing up without giving yeah. too many spoilers away. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and um, George C. Scott's character is kind of slowly unraveling with the help of his of his friend who's who's helped him get the house, slowly unraveling a conspiracy around the death of this of this of this person, yeah. should we say. But the backdrop of his tragedy that he has at the beginning of the movie. Mm. I think that's the sums up okay. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think, think that's so, yeah. yeah, so he's kind of it's almost like he's chosen by the ghost. Yes. Because no one's lived in that house for years. Apparently they shouldn't have leased out the house to no. him. Um for whatever reason. There's some sort of you know they're like, we don't lease this house out for whatever reason. That's kind of part of the conspiracy mm. anyway. But um, but yeah, I think because of the tragedy, because he's lost a child, because he his whole family, basically, there's a car accident and they're, they're mowed down by a truck or a car. And, you know, he's dealing with that and he's looking, he's having flashbacks, has this little ball that comes into play later on in the film um, from his daughter and various memories. Keep, he keeps having, like, PTSD. Yes, yeah. Um, so you don't know whether the sounds are part of his PTSD or whether it's actually happening. Yeah. I think that's I think that's quite good. I, I think it's very modern as well. I think I think looking at it now throughout, like we watched it last night again, mm. to ref, for me to refresh, I've not seen it in years. Yeah. It's a very forward-thinking movie with the PTSD and stuff yeah, and yeah. kind of the trauma, how it affects people. Mm. And when he's telling people about it, they're all saying, well, you've had a shock. Exactly, yeah. And you've the, had, could mm. it be? And he's like, well, well, no, this is what... And so it's 70s movie, but with a very forward-thinking modern Kind yeah. of twist to it. That's what, I, that's what I think about it anyway. And I think it was. I think it really was ahead of its time. In, in I mean, it, it, there's a lot of he. The director Peter Medak says that he was inspired by films like The Haunting, 1963's The Haunting, great movie, um, 1961's The Innocents, um, as well. Like these kind of these kind of these classic kind of horror movies from like yeah. you know two decades past that he loved and that were really effective. And again, this is before the the advent of CGI and practical effects and things like that. And I think that almost kind of gives it. Again, we were talking. I think we we've talked about it in the past where where your imagination fills in those holes and is is kind of more terrifying. And in, and in this film, you know, spoilers, but you never see a ghost. No, never, you never see no. an ethereal kind of white floaty kind of you know a version of a person. You see flashbacks to real events that really happened and kind of astral projections and various other things, but you never see what you would consider a ghost or the ghost in the story. And I think that's kind of more effective because there's all these kind of objects that are given life and the noises. Mm. And again, this is something that could really happen to you in a house. Like even even last night after watching it, I heard a noise and I, I was kind of a bit like... I remember as, as, as a child, well, nine-year-old, watching it and it, who's not been in the house and heard a bang or several bangs? Yeah. 
a dripping mm. there's something that's going on so yeah. it kind of it kind of really plays that kind of primal mm. fear that there's something there yeah even when there's not mm. i just love the subtlety of it and, and again it's like that presence like you feel you're like you're being yeah. watched you feel like there's someone here they feel like there's something else that you can't tell me believing in ghosts or not you can't tell me you've not had a feeling or a you know a like Oh, I, I don't feel quite right. I've got cold, chill, yeah. chill down the spine. You know, there's there's a point in everyone's life where they've had that. Even if they, if they want to rationalise it as much as they want to rationalise it, fair enough. But you felt that way, and you felt unsafe. Yeah. You felt that and it, something it, it is plays there. very much onto that. Mm. Like the, the first the, the the first thing you see, and I, this and again again modern filmmaking could take a, a leaf out of this book. Yeah, you look at modern horror stories and ghosts now. It's big CGI um, ghost or whatever yeah. going through walls screaming at you and stuff and it's all kind of like giving you straight away. Mm. You know, you get the money shot immediately. Yeah, bang. Well, this one, the first the first thing you see is just a piano playing. Yeah. He plays the piano, key doesn't work, gets up, walks away, ding, and that's it. And, you, mm. and that, straight away, it's yeah. in your head. That's it now. Yeah. You know, you know, it's, a, you know it's a ghost story but that's in your head. And uh, for me, it, it still has that kind of primal sphere. And I think it's it's one of these films, like, like again, with a lot of these kind of Halloween films, they tend to be very much like, ah, you know, it's a guy in a mask with a knife, ah, you know, that sort of thing. And, and like, I know you're, you know, you're a big fan of the slashes and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and this is very much not that. No. This is very much not that type of movie. And, and I think it's so much more effective. Um, and I think, like you said, modern films can should go back to this and go, look what you can do on a reduced budget. Look what you can do without showing everything. Mm. Like it's not it's not and and again, it's methodical, it's a slow burn, but it pays off and not a single jump scare. And it doesn't treat the audience of the stupid. Mm. It do, it doesn't feed you at all. You've got to fill mm. some of the space in yourself. Yeah. You've got to think about the movie. And again, modern movies is painted by numbers a lot of the time. Yeah. I don't mind that. Sometimes yeah. like it's a slow burner and it, yeah. and it is. Don't, don't, if you want to laugh, don't watch it. It's, no, it's, it's not. It's not a funny film. No. no. And I, I think I, I kind of, in my subconscious, I was like, I think I noticed in the movie only six smiles yeah. in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's not. And, and there are some, there are some proper scares in it. Mm. Um, there's some proper scares in the house there's, there's, when he's doing investigating. Mm. Um, there's a there's a little girl involved in it in a scene, yeah, yeah. and that's that's proper yeah, proper scary. scary. That is scary. And again, the, the little girl sells it really well, mm. and like the the fact that there's no jump scares in it, I think, because jump scares can be cheap, and mm. fake outs can be cheap in horror movies. They're just really cheap. And then when I when I used to do like scare fest, like Alton Towers and stuff, when I was a scare actor, like it was a really great way to experiment with timing and how to scare people and and how it would work. Uh, there was there's two there's two types of scares that they would talk about. They would talk about the shock scare, which is like uh, nobody's here, I'm here, you know, or or there's a sustained scare. And I always liked it when they saw me coming, like they knew I was coming. They were they were like it's almost like Moon Knight or you know you know he dresses in white because he yeah. likes he likes yeah. the fact that they're afraid to see yeah. them coming, and and I would be like or or I'd be still I'd be very still and very still and that kind of scared people more than the jump. Mm, yeah. Like, the jump only works once, and that's it. You've blown your load. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so to speak. I like it when they see me coming. Uh, <laughs> um, but, you know what didn't I mean? Didn't take like, long, did it? The, no, no, it didn't. It got, it got filled. So I, I got more more result. And, and again, like, because there's so many people coming through, 
like you get more result off a sustained one, yeah, yeah. like a or a slow one or a, a gradual one than you would because everyone thinks they're safe. Mm. And and again, there'd just be times where I'd just stand there and I wouldn't do anything. And they're like, "Oh my god, what the fuck's he doing?" Oh, yeah. you know. And that and again, because they 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 like he's still he's still he's not doing anything. He's moving slowly. And then I would just snap out of it and then go for them. And then yeah. again, that was all always much more effective because I'd done the sustained scare first. Mm. So I built up to I built that tension and then I broke the tension at the best possible yeah. time. And that was more effective. And I think that, that what this that's what this film does best. There's there's moments of long silence. Hmm. And there's the soundtrack is phenomenal on it as well. Yeah, it's really piano, good. it's 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 beautiful. I think they released it um a few years ago on like um a limited soundtrack edition. Yeah. But they didn't do it as like the only a thousand it um were released. Because yeah. it's 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 a beautiful little piano scores Lovely all the way score, through. Yeah. Um, so he's a composer, isn't yeah, he? The character is a composer. Yeah. He's he's rented this house out because he's teaching at the university, yes, yeah. and he wants somewhere where he can write himself yeah. while he's also teaching. You know, it's very very famous kind of composer. But I think the scares also help with with the selling of both lead lead actors in it. Hmm. Yeah, um, George C. Scott. Most of his scares in it are very subtle. Where the lady name can't uh, I think it's Trish Vanderveer. Tr- yeah, say. Vanderveer. That's the one. Her her biggest fear in it is kind of a bit more in your face. Yeah, um, yeah. The biggest scare for her. Yeah, like that's the closest I think you get to a jump scare. Yes, very much so. Little spoilers: the scene where there's a ball bounces down. Nothing wrong with that. Picks the ball up, looks at it. It looks like his his daughter's ball. Yeah. Drives away, throws in the water, comes back, and then stands there. And the ball drops again down the stairs. Yeah. His face is pure terror because he finally cancels. Shit. Yeah. Something. There is something. Yeah. Up until that moment, he's mm. still not quite sure. Yeah, he's, he's checking not, the pipes. Not sleeping. And, yeah, yeah. Asking his his cleaner. He's, he's obviously still. He's waking up crying and stuff. He he thinks the banging could be old pipes and things. And the 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 guy who looks mm. maintains the house saying, "Well, houses are old. Yeah. You know, they tell a story. They they have their own little things as well. Like yeah, like a hit person with cracks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's explaining that. So the the bar was the first time you actually see Scott kind of go shit. This yeah. is this this something, and it's one of those I, with me. I'm talking about it now. My, my hair is standing up yeah. again. It did last night, and it, it that scene's always done it for me. Yeah. Just a dick. I think it's, it's I think so, it's probably it's probably so the simple. most from what I've read. It's probably the most like influential scene. Yeah, it's um, so simple. I mean, there's there's various scenes in this which are, are like just it's. I think the word is haunting. Mm. It is oh, haunting. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, stays yeah. with you, and it's like even like you know I'm. I've seen lots of films, and you know, and some films grab my attention, some things don't. But it did. It, I was hooked. Like every one of those moments, I was hooked. And and again, George C. Scott is such a phenomenal actor. Anyway, mm. you know, you've seen him in a million things. Yeah. Um, and this is a fantastic. It's a lower key role for him as well. I yeah. think. Um, he's just a big voice guy, big mm. kind of stuff, and it's. I think it's a lot lower key and a lot of expression. He's he's got one of those faces. Yeah. You know, like would you say, like very quite chiseled, quite yeah, chiseled, kind it's of not gravelly. soft, is it? No, it's, it's not soft know, features. No, no. He's, he has he has he has a face but, that but tells a story. Again, like a lot of character in that face, yeah, and yeah. and that and that only helps. And I think what's good about this as well, because we were talking about that, we don't see the ghosts, we don't see all the the crazy like woo, it's me, you know, all that. Yeah, you know that that sort of stuff in that story. I think it grounds it somewhat in reality, yeah. and I think I think the fact that we see the ghost—it's more like a poltergeist, isn't yes, it? Yeah. It affects the objects within the house that's linked to the ghost mm. or linked to the the uh, the child. 
And I think that grounds it, but I also think his performance grounds it as yeah, well. Yeah. Like, and it gives it credence. Like, it gives it the ability to go. Like, the the finale is quite like out there, quite mm. over the top. But I think it earns that finale. Yeah, because it's slowly but subtly, you know, ratcheting up the the amount of haunting and the poltergeist power uh, and everything, and, and it gets to that point, and you're like. Yeah, I love this. I'm buying into it. I'm, yeah, we've had this kind of slightly realistic, you know, paranormalist sort of investigation that's gone on into the conspiracy and stuff. And by the end, you're like, you're like, yes, give me more of this. Almost turns into a political thrill at one point. Yeah, yeah, which, that's what which, I'm is, saying, which yeah. is really weird. Yeah, but it fits. The mm. whole thing fits really well. Again, personally, for me, this film, Exorcist, are two of the films of the most influence on my kind of taste in movies. Yeah, um, I like a slow burner. I also like the money shot. Of course. But I do like the kind of uncomfortableness of sitting in the dark, yeah. watching a film and just hear bang. Yeah. Ooh. Or something like scratching or whatever. And yeah. you turn off the TV, you get ready for bed and, and you hear that, that you know, what the, you know, what's that? And that's what it plays on. Yeah. And it, it, they have the two, like you know, Evil Dead's another one that kind yeah, of, because yeah. of the sound yeah. effects and stuff. Yeah. That's very much Camera influenced. Camera yeah, yeah. Very much influenced the kind of, my kind of taste in movies. Yeah. And it just happens I watched them very long. So thank you, thank you, my brother. Um, <laughs> thank you for scaring me for life. Scaring me and then. It's a, it's the, a form of child the, abuse. The twitch will go away eventually. <laughs> and the dribble. And every yeah. time I, every time I see a red ball, I pee my pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it's, it, it's a clever movie, and it, it comes out of that time in the seventies where people were taking risks with movies. Mm. You know, we had we had a, a massive influx by the end of the seventies of, of different types of movies. Studios were taking risks on horror mm. movies. Studios were taking risks on other. It wasn't the same. Well, that, that was the thing. I was looking up like the stuff that was released around this time. And it was stuff, it was mostly kind of slasher based stuff, you know, and that's what was popular. Mm. You know, we've come off, you know, 1980 had Friday the 13th, um, you know, 1979, it was Halloween. So it was all just this influx of, yeah. of slasher movies. Nothing wrong with that. But this was a, a callback to those classic haunted house movies and those ghost stories, those ones that really chilled you to the bone, the gothic kind of turn of the screw and the house type. of the character. The house is massive. And oh, the, yeah, the house amazing the character. character. And you, the, the, the scene where he walks out of the house and it's in bright daylight, mm. but the house is scary. Mm. And bright daylight. You can look at a house and think, yeah. I don't want to go in there and it's daylight. Mm. It's the, the house is on character there's as well. Even that, there's even a shot. Again, it's not It's not really, it doesn't really tell much of a story, but I really liked it. And he's parked up, he parks up the car at night and all the lights are on. And you just see the whole of the mansion, yeah. the whole of the house, and and again, like you said, it's like this—you know—these eyes kind of peering out at you yeah. in the dark, you know, like cat eyes or something. It's it's terrifying. And I, I I think I'm not a massive fan of kind of ghost or haunting movies. Um, I, again, I don't think I've seen a lot, or I, I think I might you know dip my toe in a bit more. Um, but I like I like stuff like The Conjuring and Sinister and stuff, which I think. I think I think every ghost or haunted house movie after this film has something to thank mm. from this movie. I think this has influenced even subconsciously or consciously all those kind of films that came afterwards because it has such absolute terrific effect on your your senses, how you are, how you feel, just phenomenal. But I've always I've always had an issue with ghost stories because it's like what are the rules? I know nowadays we're very much this is this is the kind of a modern framework like we need everything explaining in every film we need everything explaining all of the time uh, what are the rules how do their powers work you know all this sort of stuff and I like that I, I like sometimes that it to be explained to me and go okay we well, can do this and you know like you know in Avengers Endgame they're like oh it's time travel but it's not 
time travel, we have to do it this way, but that's still we can't do that because that wouldn't change. You know, I do I do like sometimes that, but also I also like the ability to to leave some stuff that's ambiguous. Like it's not quite even the ending to this is fairly ambiguous to a degree. Yeah. You know, I I like having that that air of mystery, the mystique to a film. But yeah, nowadays we do seem to be like, you know, why is why are we not seeing everything in the Star Wars movie that should have we should have seen all this sort of stuff? Why is it in other all this extended media? And you know, it's like I'm kind of like, yeah, does it have to be explained? Can we just go along with it? And you things know? don't have to be ultra violent for it to, to kind of yeah. The, obviously, there's one particular scene which is yeah. quite shocking. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it, I, I, it's, a, I, it's really weird how you mind. I forgot that scene. Really, I, I didn't. I completely forgot that was in the movie. Mm. And you watch something, oh, okay, that's um, yeah, dark. you're not going to see dark. that in many modern movies. No, absolutely um, not. But it's necessary because it mm. explains the angst and stuff. What's going on? The anger it, behind and, the spirit, the stuff with it, the vengefulness. But how was saying about the, the, the time about movies came out? You get the Omen as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, again, these sort of these kind of movies, and you you go and Google any kind of modern horror director and say top mm. five films, Changeling's yeah. in there. Oh yeah. You know, well, they're all in there. Well, in fact, um, there's a lot of people love this movie, like across the board. So, um, for example, Martin Scorsese loves it so much, he has a 35mm print of it in his house. That's how much he likes that movie. It's in his top 11 scariest movies ever. Guillermo del Toro ran up to Peter Medak at the BAFTAs and he was like I love you I love you let me talk to you let me talk to you and he's like what are you talking about I, I, you know, he's like it's like The Changeling it's like one of my favourite movies you're amazing and he's like okay <laughs> the director's like thank you whoever you are <laughs> um, and again we've seen the amazing kind of horror work he's done the creature work mm. he's done he does a lot of the subtlety stuff as well doesn't yeah. he it, like, you I know. think there's a lot I've not seen some of his more ghosty ones yeah um, um, is it The de- Devil or something yeah even in Pan's Labyrinth yeah, there's, there's, a a, there's a little bit of that kind of yeah there is subtlety that. In that. I know you have the monsters, but you have this little, uh, and you also have the ultra ultra violence as well. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> he likes spot. And uh, Neve Neve Campbell from Scream, one of her scariest movies, mm. she says. But yeah, it has a huge influence. Uh, Spielberg, the seance in this film is really powerful. Yes, has a as is one of the more iconic scenes. And Spielberg was like, "Well, I'm doing Poltergeist. Gonna put. Yeah. We're gonna have a seance in it. It's yeah. gonna happen." And he like wholeheartedly says, you know, I, yeah. I took that idea. I, and and uh, talking about the realism, the, the sand scene is, it looks real. Yeah. It's good. You, you believe it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's believable. It's no Ouija board, none of that rubbish. And then he listens Why to would him. they get out a board game, Dennis? Why would you get out a board game? don't know. I like a bit of Scrabble. <laughs> Scrabble with my ghosts. I think if I was doing a horror film, I would do, I, would, I would play Scrabble <laughs> instead of have the Ouija board. And they'd, yeah. like, and, they'd be like, and they'd be like, that's not even a word. Yeah. <laughs> That doesn't count. Yeah, fuck off, Dan. Right, <laughs> that's not a double word. You can't that's, use you can't names. Have that. Can't, can't have use that. names. Can't have um, through through modern eyes, through uh, through an adult's eyes, it still has a, like Exorcist. There are scenes in Exorcist to this day that still affect me. Hmm. Right, and I've watched billions of horror movies. Hmm. There are scenes in Evil Dead, even though now it's cheap and whatever. There were there were certain bits in, in Evil Dead that still scare me. Yeah, because I I, I revert back to that kid. I'm I'm. In the lounge with my brother watching a horror movie. Yeah, this is the same. That ball again. Talking about it, her stuff. The the scenes what stay stay with me, and it's very much influenced kind of my my rest of my. It got me into movies. I, yeah. Why why I enjoy movies is movies like this, mm. um, and don't go into it expecting to kind of fast pace. You know, no. ding ding ding. It's it's yeah. not that sort of movie. It's, it's a thing. You've got to invest in the character. You've got to yeah. invest in them because 
their fear becomes your fear. It's not a long. It's not a long movie no, either. No. It's not a long movie, but it, it does. It's methodical in its yes. pace. Yeah, you need you know? to need to invest in. And again, most movies these days just you know ninety. When's the last time we had a ninety minute movie which yeah. kind of just finished? Oh, yeah, sad with that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, exactly. You've, you've fulfilled. But they did, they have influenced my kind of taste in movies. Mm. I wish they'd, I wish they'd done a black and white version of it. Yeah, I can see why because of all the influences. I think the wheelchair would look great. Yeah, that wheelchair would look yeah, good. Yeah, I think yeah. it would look right. You know, if, if anyone does a restoration of it, do one in black yeah. and white because I yeah. think the mood mood of it would be especially like, the house. It'd be like the changeling noir. Yeah, yeah. well, hmm. yeah, they'd have to cheapen it, do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do, I, and it it does have this kind of gothic. Are you saying gothic things? So black mm. and white would fix it. You, know, you can, yeah. and I also like the fact that it's we watched it on Amazon. Prime, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I uh, think it might have been Shudder or Arrow video, and they've, the channel. They've, they've not Amazon. 4K'd it. They've no. not super enhanced anything. It's still grainy. Mm. And I think some movies need to be grainy. Mm. I think that movie, 4K, the, the, the quality is still good, yeah, I will say. It's not, it's, I've watched some things on it's, Amazon. It's not, VH, it's, it's not VHS. Yeah. Right? It's, it's, it's not tracking. You yeah. Get on your hands and knees. But it's like when we watch the kind of Universal movie monsters. Yeah. On, on Blu-ray. Mm. I much prefer them on video because I like the graininess. Mm. I want to hear the, the kind of noise, the crackliness, because I think that adds to the movie. That, that's what I always liked about Texas Chainsaw Massacre yes. is that it kind of looks like a snuff film. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it could be a snuff film. Um, and that's because of the grainy and the dirt mm. and the grime on it. Um, and, and like the, just the, the sounds that come and off I, it as well. And I think with the changing, because it is sounds you don't see us like that. I think the grayness almost gives it kind of like a sheen like almost like misty yeah. kind of quality yeah, to it yeah, as well yeah. in, 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 not so much that you're not going to see anything but it's no. as, it has it just adds some you mm. can't see around the corner mm. you can't see what's going on and I, I like that when he looks up the scene when he looks upstairs it's yeah. completely darkness and the, the ball bounces yeah. down 4K, you're going to see bits of stuff which you even, don't want to see. Yeah, and even it's as simple as like a door opening. There's a scene where he's playing the piano and and I, th- I think sometimes we get a P- kind of a POV shot of the ghost. Yes, yeah. And we see it, and then this door just kind of goes. I like that. Is that was spine chilling in itself? Mm. And it all it is all it is is someone just going, just just push that door now. Just go on. Just push it. Just push it. Malcolm, you're in the shot. Get down. <laughs> yeah. Your boom's in it. Um, <laughs> But so that's that's all it was, and, and it's as simple yeah. as that, but and it's he, effective. At that point, he's still not, he gets up. Is is cleaner in there? No, it's just me. He's like, okay, you yeah. you open the door, the wind blew it. Sit exactly, down, yeah. carry on, carry on yeah. with me piano. And the, there are and there are nuggets all the way through, like the mm. the, the music box and little things yeah. like that, which you know kind of move on. And there's 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 an old an they old find lady. The, they find, well, they find the old room, don't yeah. they? Finds the he, there's some glass flies out of out of a, a window and yeah, he's like oh this is red it's only red yeah, yeah. It's, it doesn't look like any of the other windows and then he's like oh it's that room and he's, he's trying to find that specific room and very early on there's there's like there's there's an older lady who works for the, this historical society who yeah. owns the property who says shouldn't move in the house shouldn't go in the house hmm. it shouldn't be lived here it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's it shouldn't be lived in yeah, there's, like, a, why? there's a mistake why? with your paperwork yeah why why shouldn't it be lived yeah. in not gonna tell you. Yeah, and he's like, he's like, oh right, so there has been problems. Yeah. There has been stuff going on in that house. It was like, it doesn't want anyone to live there. Yeah, um, the house doesn't want anyone yeah. to live there. Well, she's she's basically the old, uh, you're doomed. doomed. You're all doomed. doomed. And then like, crazy, good old crazy Ralph. Can't yeah, can't find records of the, of, mm. of the house past a certain date. And mm. there's little things like that which are you know very modern storytelling tropes, mm. but then very simple door opening, door shutting as well. That scene yeah, where the doors yeah, yeah. basically just slamming doors. Yeah. Um, 
and it explains what the, the pipe noise is. I'm not going to tell people. No, you know, no, no, but enough. it's good. It's, it's all good. It's stuff. a good, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good, good stuff. stuff. Um, but yeah, he finds that he finds that little room and uh, uh, it's it, like this kind of blocked up room. Like it's boarded off. Yeah, um, padlock on it. Yeah, big padlock on it as well. So, um, and and I, I like it when he's, he's he's slamming the hammer on the padlock. It's like bong bong again. How bong, loud is that bong, noise? Bong, yeah. How many huge. times I have to turn it down last mm-hmm. night? Yeah, yeah, and. I read about the. I said that the sound guy, all the noises, mm. he made them a lot louder than everything else mm. in the whole movie. That's so it, even banging on 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 the, the padlock was so much louder than anything else. It's all there to kind of mess with your senses. Mm. So you imagine being in the cinema, dark, big speakers, that bounding, yeah, would really kind of affect you, isn't it? So it's exactly. all about the sensual sensor mm. stuff as well, so, which I like. And then some people probably would have been quite uncomfortable by that. Yeah. But that, again, that's the effect that yeah. the director wants, the sound engineer wants. He wants you to be uncomfortable. He wants you to feel uncomfortable because it's an uncomfortable story. Yeah. It's a horrible, yeah. horrible backstory to this whole yeah. thing. But it's on both horrific. sides of yeah, Josie Scott's character and what's happened to him. And mm. is it is that why he's, why he's there? Is that why the, the mm. kind of... Spirit or, or presence has chosen mm. him. Is it this? Is it that? Turns out, mm, slightly different. Yeah. Um. This this film, like at the time, this film was, you know, I don't think it did as well at the box office initially. No. By that, I think I think over time it did. Like, it's become a cult classic. I think yeah. it made twelve million. Mm. The budget was next to nothing, about a million or five hundred thousand. So yeah. it wasn't. Um, so, so it wasn't as big as they thought it would be. No, but it was no. still a. It was still. It wasn't a flop. But it was one of the. It was one of those movies that were the first of a generation of movies. Yeah, yeah of course. It's always the first ones that mm. kind of don't do well. And again, and, and also, again, that's not what was popular at the time. No. That was not what because uh, I think everyone was looking for their next Halloween and their yeah. next Texas Chainsaw. Even if you look at the. It was like war movies were doing well. Um, yeah, yeah. That, you know, kind of the the. the I say French Connection types yeah, of the, yeah. the police stuff, Dirty Harry and things mm. like that. They were the sort of movies, but the the mood of America was changing. There mm. was there was lots of things changing, and this mm. kind of people wanted these sort of movies, wanted yeah. these sort of horror movies. What came yeah. out, but however, it's still because it's a Canadian production, most yeah. mostly yeah. a Canadian production. Yeah. Um, I think at that point in history, the there was like a massive tax break on yeah. Canadian films. Still do, don't so, they? Yeah, yeah, I think they do yeah. still have. But um, but at that point, it was like really low. That's why you get like people like Cronenberg coming yeah. through and a few other people and a lot of kind of ex like Canuck exploitation films coming yeah. through. Um, good stuff as well. Like really cool stuff the, coming the, out. The- Canadian Council uh, Art Council used to pay for movies to be made yeah that's Cronenberg's first thing and he yeah. made um, Shivers yeah, yeah a sex slug <laughs> <laughs> and he had to go and kind of justify it to the I've to met the a few of those I think yeah yeah married one uh, <laughs> ooh ooh oh Sarah oh Sarah <clears throat> I encourage anyone who likes likes a good movie mm. not even a good horror movie but a yeah, good a genuinely good, good film movie. Yeah. good characters that this is this is George C. Scott at the height of his powers yeah this is him dominate and there's a lot of scenes he's the only person in the scene yeah and he dominates the screen yeah like um, not for a second do you like I believe that George Scott is there I yeah. believe he's reacting to a ghost yeah. I believe that the ghost is there you believe it's that's why I say it's quite grounded while still being a very fantastical film yeah. you know and then when he's, when he's listening to the recordings he's like oh yes and you can see him you can see his head going around he's writing it all down and it's just great it's just like to be honest like for me like the whole film is great but there's all the key haunting sequences are all vastly different mm. and are all so well done. Like the the again, it's voices and sounds and objects. That's it. Yeah. 
that is all that you need in this film to create the atmosphere. You know, it's the music as well, obviously, on top of that. But that is just, it's just so effective. And I think bringing it like modern day, I think the nearest kind of, I know it has effects in it, but kind of the holst. Yeah. On, on Shudder at the moment. You know, yeah. It's, it's an hour long. All the everything's practical. And a lot of that is bangs, this, that, and the other. Really kind of like simple effects. But it's scary. It's good. Yeah. And that's what that's what we need. I think I think the, I think audiences audiences treat us as stupid. Um, okay, some are, but we're not. Yeah, yeah. I think we need clever movies at times. I think we need clever, clever, hor- clever horror movies. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's it's weird because most people probably listening are used to me liking slasher movies and yeah. kind of like no brainer kind of blood brain gore, dead blood and, gore and boobs. Yeah, but I do I do like I do like longer movies. I do all mm. kind of slower paced mm. movies and stuff. I do like that. Even kind of even stuff. Halloween was a slow burn. Yeah, you know? and that's what I like. That. That's I what yeah. I like about Halloween. Most people in the red, it's, it's it's quote unquote dull. Yeah, well, know? I think most people forget Halloween. I think when they think about Halloween, they think about Halloween two, three, four, whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. in their head. But when they watch Halloween, they think, oh, it's a guy hiding around a bush for most of it. Yeah, you know, going park on. Hello, yeah. again. But that's why I quite like that. That original Michael Myers is quite playful yeah, as well. Yeah. Like you don't really see that in a no, lot of the other films. No. He doesn't you know, make jokes and well, stuff. It's one of those. It's one of those like um, Mandela effect things. Yeah, yeah. People forget what it's like that the first movie. For most of the movie, there's nothing happens mm. apart from walking around. And yeah. Long sweeping shots it's, of the garage. It's only in and, the last. And, it's only in the last maybe 10, 15 yeah. minutes where it really ramps up the action. Lots of shots of a lot driveways. Of the, a lot of the other stuff is done, you know, in shadow or mm. off screen. You know, for the most part, it's not even gory. No. And again, it's it's. I'd argue it's it's more of a ghost. Yeah. Because he's the shape. He's Which, known as the shape. Very similar to Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. You know, everyone's kind of preconception of that is gore. Bits of flying off. No, no, not at all. Even the chainsaw sequence, which yeah. there is only one yeah. kill, chainsaw kill. It's you know, blood is just being like it's just flicked. Yeah, blood is being flicked. But again, it's like Psycho. You don't see the penetration. You don't mm. see him limbs cut off or anything. It's it again. It's your imagination and again, filling in those blanks. The sound guy on that did the scene when they're taking the pictures. The, yeah, and it's and just a flash. Yeah, and that's to do. It's getting your senses. Yeah, it's making you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, and setting that kind of you know sort of stuff. That tension is getting you tense. Yeah, and these kind of directors who came through. That's what they wanted. Hmm? This was slightly different because it was, it was a studio studio movie, yeah. so they did have you know they had a budget, the, yeah. yeah. But they were still setting the same sort of we want to kind of keep costs down, want to kind of mm. do the best we can, and we want to scare the shit out of people. <laughs> and it succeeded. Um, going back to it being uh, award winning, it's an award winning film yeah. because uh, back in the day they had these Canadian, basically Canadian Oscars. I think they were called the Canadian Film Awards or Canadian Film Institute Awards, something like that. They were renamed that year as the Genie Awards or the Genies. Um, and the Changeling had ten nominations. It won eight. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> That just goes to show. Did it win best e- score? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have the don't I have the details. Probably. But it did. It's probably right. it probably it probably didn't. It probably like best makeup. It didn't win because there wasn't really any or you know stuff like that. It probably yeah. you know. Um, but that's a lot. You know, that's that's like you know if you if that was the Oscars, yeah, 
Like Benetto. Yeah, exactly. You're, just, you're talking, right, it's just a landslide, really. Yeah. You know, yeah, they've, they've got to go, well, somebody else kind of has to win something. Um, but it's a, that's a landslide yeah. by, you know, huge margin. Um, and again, like, great reviews everywhere. I think, what did you say? How um, how does it do online in reviews? You you looked them up, didn't you? Uh, it needs better. I think it's uh, 83 <coughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. 83%, okay. Yes, yeah. and uh, 7.2 on IMDb. Mm, IMDb. I think it was a 70-something on Metacritic as I think, well. I think the problem with both scoring systems yeah. is now based on modern audiences. Yeah. I think there's there's... A lot of these older films get reappraised as well. Yeah. There's a lot of reappraisals like, yeah. well, we're doing a reappraisal now, yeah. effectively, um, of all these kind of films. Yeah, I, I, I don't think Sarah wouldn't like it because no. it's too slow for her. Yeah, yeah. You know, she doesn't like like the long westerns I yeah. watch and stuff like that. So she would give it a lower... I think she likes a bit of spoon feeding. Yeah, yeah. You know? She yeah, like you with rules and stuff. She yeah, sometimes yeah. Like likes that. that, yeah. Um, and I don't think kind of like Sarah's mates, uh, Amy's mates, would sit down and watch. They'd rather watch the Conjuring. I hate the Conjuring, by the way. Yeah, I absolutely detest it. Oh, I thought I thought oh. I, I went to see it with a date actually a while back now when it came out, and uh, I remember we both were wetting ourselves. Um, when the girl was just hitting her head against the wardrobe, yeah, we were absolutely and I, and then and then the noise came again. And I went, I was I looked at it. I was like, she better not be doing it again. <laughs> yeah. And she fucking is. She's yeah. just like, doof, 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 doof. and I just I found yeah, it hilarious. I just think it's just, yeah, they would rather watch them and Annabelle and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think what if I sat down with Amy and she's quite she wouldn't bright. have wouldn't have the same. She appreciation. might like it because I like it and yeah. I can explain stuff. But I don't think so. I think these scores people watch them thinking you know. Like we said, looked at the best yeah, yeah. horror movie, yeah. best Halloween horror yeah. movie. Oh, we'll watch this one, work our way through. And like, mm. is this it? This is just a ball, you know, but it's mm. not. It's the yeah. whole it's yeah. the whole thing around it. And I think it's one of those ones you can't... You know, a lot of people will get their phone out, look at their phone when watching a film. It's one you do have to give, yes. give it the time, yeah. give it the attention, focus, turn the lights off if you have to, to give it just... I always turn the lights off when I'm watching films, do you? I, I, I know. <laughs> it's worrying. Always. <laughs> it's, it's about to become its own horror film. <laughs> <laughs> Don't it's hurt not, me. It's not nice. You're not be real, Dad. <laughs> Um, he's only sleeping so we we looked into this a little bit did a little bit Mm, of research into this and I said to I said to Dennis I I think I heard it was based off a a true story Mm. like a lot of these are I think it's something like has to be like only like 20% true yeah, so uh, they can say, yeah, true story. yeah, they go, you know, if it's 20% of fact, so so if it's yeah. a name and a place, there we go, true story. True story yeah. Um, you know, like the conjuring and things like that, you, you can go, oh, it's based on a true story. Um, so I, I think it was very much like based on that, but apparently it was about the screenwriter's own experiences. So, so, um, I was looking on the, I think it's the Wikipedia page. So it says the, the film's screenplay was inspired by the mysterious events that allegedly took place at the Henry Treat Rogers mansion in. Cheeseman Park, Denver, Colorado, while playwright Russell Hunter was living there during the 1960s. After experiencing a series of unexplained phenomena, uh, Hunter said he found a century-old journal in a hidden room detailing the life of a disabled boy who was kept in isolation by his parents. During a seance, he claimed the spirit of a deceased boy directed him to another house where he discovered human remains and a gold medallion bearing the dead boy's name. Henry Treat Rogers, a wealthy Denver attorney, was childless, but prior inhabitants of the house remain undocumented. The mansion was demolished during the 1980s and was replaced with a high-rise apartment building. Mm. So not too 
dissimilar. No, no. Whether you believe it or not, whether he just went, yeah, it's all real. Does that, does that make Nightmare on Elm Street based on a true story? Oh, I think so, yeah, definitely. Because it's based, you know, Wes Craven and New Stories, isn't it, about yeah, students? Yeah, there was some, some weird janitor yeah. or somebody lived nearby with a stripy jumper. And then he read the story about some students doing sleep therapy. And yeah, and they died yeah. and they couldn't fall asleep yeah. and so they God, died. Can you imagine that? Nightmare on Elm Street based on a true story. Yeah. Changes the whole premise. <laughs> yeah. <that. laughs> there's a child killer he's after me um but yeah so he he says it's real but it happened to him personally yeah, yeah. so and i guess no one else could corroborate something like that really unless no. unless he uh, oh ask my wife or my partner or this person because my, my mate steve steve tooney we've talked about changeling he's yeah. had similar supernatural kind of encounters and stuff mm. and i also i also think it plays sarah another reason why she hates she hates ghost stuff yeah because she does not buy into it at all hmm. similar to what you just yeah said. yeah it's very much like oh really you just move wouldn't you yeah you know just move if, out. if somebody was rocking your bed like that you just get up and go wouldn't you <laughs> you know you go around yeah. to your mum's what would what would keep you what, there? yeah why yeah. would you stay there mm. so she, she that premise it loses yeah. on her but i think people who kind of like that yeah i, I like a good ghost story i like yeah. a good but to be fair i think with him because of the tragedy of, of losing a child the what i've described just there from the writer is not Unlike the actual, yeah, yeah. you know, everything that occurs in the film, there is that there is a a conspiracy about a uh, a child, a sickly disabled child that a a large kind of company man had. He's like, you know, a, he's a land baron or something, or something like that. Um, owns a lot of money, has a lot of influence, uh, and he's worried about getting inheritance for something. Yes, so he decides to to drown his disabled son in the bath. Very violently. Probably he doesn't, the, doesn't think his son will reach an age that things. Yeah, it's twenty one, isn't it? Twenty one. Yeah, yeah he's, he needs the. He needs him to reach the age of twenty one in for order money, for it to for, for pass the, on for the inheritance. Yeah, and he yeah. Because of his disability. Yeah. Doesn't think he'll he, reach twenty one. Yeah, he's disabled and he's sickly, and you know, uh, and then he goes. Apparently, the boy disappears. Goes to Europe. And is supposedly cured, um, and comes back and inherits the money. Um, However, he was replaced by a child from another orphanage uh, who is said to be the son, who replaces the son effectively. Because the they don't know what the son looks like. He's been locked yeah. away in this room. They have no idea. So they go, oh, look, he's so much better. He's here now. Um, you know, why wouldn't they believe that? Um, so it's all based on on greed. And he even says yeah, that in the, yeah, at the end. He's like, this is the worst bit of kind of secrets. And the morality thing with, with, with Josh e. Scott's character is like mm-hmm. all the time that the guy's saying, you're trying to bribe me, went, I'm not. No. It's not. This is not. This is about no. getting the truth. Yeah, the it's truth. All about the truth. No, mm. no And in the end, he just kind of, you know, don't want anything. Yeah. Just this is the truth. He doesn't even call the police. No. He doesn't. He doesn't let them know. Doesn't. You know, there's the, the police are involved somewhat, but that's on the behest of Carmichael. He's called yeah, Carmichael, Carmine, isn't he? Yeah. And, but he's like, I just like he could. You know, we're not entirely sure what. Uh, Josh, Josh, Joseph, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph. We're not entirely sure what he really wants, but I think. I think his connection. He uses uh, John, so George C. Sock's character, as as a reference point because clearly he's lost a child. He's the only person in the house. He's the only person he can communicate with. Because um, there's a bit of there's the the music box. Yes, the music he finds in the attic. He's already composed this. Yeah. And, and you know, he's like, I've never heard this piece of music before. I've never heard that music box until I'd written this piece and recorded it. Like, how could I possibly know that? So I think there are there is some elements of, like, 
things being put in his head. Mm. Like there's, I think there's a, a bit, a few of the details like Ronnie kind of jumps to and he goes, oh, it's this person, that person, connects a few dots yeah. a little too quickly. But I, I, I go back to, you know, a lot of people are like, well, it doesn't really work out. And there's l- jumps in logic. And I go, well, no, because we've seen that the ghost has put stuff in his head. Yes. So I think there's other stuff he can, and he, and he experiences and sees things as well. Um, you know, he'll see, he sees the murder as as it is he sees visions yeah, 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 yeah. you know and you got the worst historian in the world helping him <laughs> tell him tell him about the worst historian the worst historian in the world can only go back 50 years <laughs> i went back 50 years went nothing's 50 happened years. nothing's happened in 50 years yeah but the house you all mentioned at the beginning the house was built in 18 something yeah, so yeah. It's, like, it's been over 100 years <laughs> yeah. so maybe go back a little yeah. bit further. The, the dust in the spare but room has been there did she say did she years. say that there was no records yeah so yeah. maybe maybe that woman in the office who's going, you know, it, the house doesn't want you to live there because because she's in the employee. She's part of the conspiracy. She's part yeah, of the conspiracy with Carmichael yeah, as well. Yeah. So so maybe he, she's like, I've got him somewhere, yeah. and I guess mm. you get you get the impression as well by in the, at the end of the movie when it, all the truths come out that even yeah. Carmine was unaware. Yeah, what's happened? Yeah, because he has this kind of little kind of breakdown, doesn't mm. he? When he's, when he's looking at stuff, yeah, and he's he, seeing things. Even and... he's not. Is this true? Yeah, am I not? Am I not the dear? Was yeah. that? So you, how could how could my father do such a yeah, thing? My yeah, father, yeah, he was he was a good man. He yeah. did a lot, you know, lots of charity. Was he though? Yeah. You know, do, do you remember? Yeah, but again, like he'll have been indoctrinated, yeah. you know, because the kid must have been like six, seven, something like that. Yeah. Um. So he's he's you know he's had a life prior to being adopted, so he would kind of remember. He's a very old man now. Yeah. But there's kind of something there where he's like, I'm not quite sure, and that's why that's why I wasn't really. It, it was it was interesting that it was like. Most of these films would be like, right, we'll get the police involved, get him arrested, da 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 But literally all the George C. Scott wants is the truth to come out. Yes, yes. He says he wants to admit, this is the life you've lived, you had a good life, but it was based on a lie. Mm. The whole thing was based on, you know, your father was a liar, a murderer, you know, and he did this to maintain the power, influence and money that he had. Yeah. Um, and to carry that legacy on. And he wouldn't have had that because he had the the sickly child. Mm. It's kind of a bit like a kind of Henry VIII type thing, isn't it? Very much so. Um, yeah. you, you know, you want the heir, and you'll do anything to get the heir. He uh, just hands over all the evidence. Yeah. You do with it as you will, kind yeah. of stuff. If you want to ignore it, because that's what you think. They think, oh, he's going to blackmail me. I'm going to lose everything. Yeah, and go to the police. he says, like, how, how much will it cost? Mm. I've dealt with you people before because you're not dealt with anyone like me before. No. Okay. And that's uh, it. Just, just the truth. He goes, that's it. and he goes, I've done what I, what I can do yeah. and that, I find that really interesting because it, it could be like because really like it can't take revenge on him because he doesn't really know no like, like, he I think didn't he says do it that, he, yeah. he doesn't really he's like I can't kill him even if Joseph wants that I can't yeah. kill him because he's almost an unwitty part unwitty yeah an unwitty part, part of it yeah so. And he's, you know, and I think he comes to that realization at yes, the end. I think so, yeah. And then, and that's why he kind of has the mm. start seeing things, and you know, everything, you know, and the medal, the two medals, yeah, the, the two medals the, start the to shake. Medal. Yeah, and uh, I think Joseph's voice is quite effective. Like you were saying, that scene with the recording because mm. they're they're listening back to the. Well, let's talk about the seance actually, because I really like the seance. Yeah, the, and then that. Falls yeah, because the, the 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 seance, they they bring. He basically goes to a university to ask, and they, this 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 scientist says, well, you know, ninety nine percent of the people coming here, fake. Yeah, they did they they, they, they they no. Yeah, but there is one. And he goes right. Let's do it then. Yeah, like one percent. So, he says one percent. One percent. Yeah. Yeah. So this this woman, this guy, goes to the the property. They set like um, recording equipment up and paper yeah. and a pen, 
and they're just asking questions. But as they're doing it, the woman's scribbling. So she's scribbling, mm. and then when when she asks the questions, is yes or no or not, she mm. writes it. And yeah. he, the, the the I think it's assistant, yeah, assistant or husband, takes, yeah. takes the paper and goes no, and then puts it down. But as the sounds goes on and on, the scribbling gets more and more and more. And help, 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 help! And it's it's getting more, and she's getting a little bit kind of hard to get up with it and stuff. Mm. And I like the scribbling. Yeah. Was like manic, it's, isn't it? It's really proper effective. manic. It's really effective. I've never seen the sounds done like that. Yeah, really, I preferred really it. Though. Yeah, I preferred good. it. I really, um, I, I would love to see that or something along those yeah. lines again, like something similar. And then they do, they do, so they do that a little bit, and then they do like a second. They put a glass of water and like yeah. a like a metal towery thing, what shakes. But was that was that what it was? I just thought it was like this this uh, cylinder with a point. Yeah, it was, it was shaking. They didn't yeah. explain what it was, but it was shaking when they asked yeah. some questions. But that's when the POV thing comes out because you, you see yeah, that it comes down, down the steps yeah. and goes in and kind of kind of watches it. And then that one's it's a little bit more kind of traditional, shall we say? Does the glass move? Does the thing move? Yeah, yeah. Um, again, that's there's a big kind of jump in that. Mm. But then was it was the glass on top of that thing? No, it was at the side. Right, I see. So that was shaking. And then, and then it flies. And then it stopped shaking, and then yeah. the glass flew off yeah. and shattered against it. So that stopped. Mm. Um almost like an energy. I kinda I kinda wish they'd explained that more. Yeah. Because I didn't it, yeah. I didn't really get what that was. Because I, I was like, okay, there's a thing there and it's just moving. What's I think it? the pointy thing is about energy. Yeah. It's it's almost like a light detector type of thing. Yeah. But I th- I think I could have done with just a little bit of like yeah, yeah. Because um, I got like it's cl- very clear with the paper what's going. Paper's on. really good. Yeah, though. it's really really good. She's almost possessed. Yeah, she's doing like scribbling. I, I do, I do like, I do like the the guys like. <laughs> and when he's like, he's reading it out. He's going, you know, she's like, oh, are you there, Joseph? Why did you die in this house? How did you die? All this sort of stuff. And 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 then he'll pull the paper away and he'll go, no, yeah, very calm. <laughs> yes, 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 no. It just yeah, kind of bath. like I, I, bath. And it's like I, I found that quite, kind of quite funny as well because it was just like this really like like he's dead chilled, like, isn't he? I've been, I've been, yes, I've done no. these many, many, many times before, yeah. and this is what I do. But obviously, there's all this sound going off, yeah. all the wind and all the effects and stuff. So he's kind of shouting over yeah. that as well. Yeah, and then he, he so that that finishes, and then Josh e. Scott's character sits down. and He's listening to the tape, and he's going backwards and forwards, and he's listening to it. And you, you hear the scribbling, and you hear um, he goes, um, "Are you there?" And you, yes. Mm. Hang on, that's not. Yeah, yeah. And then you hear the man go, "Yes." Yeah. Hands the paper across. Mm. Yeah. Reads it back, plays it again. Yes. Back, yeah. And they ends up listening to the whole thing. And as he's doing that, he's writing down. That's where he gets the yeah. carmine and all this yeah. kind of stuff. But I love, I love the, so I love subtle. the, I also love the analog aspect of it. That he's got, he's got his like stop, click, rewind, yes, play, stop, click, rewind, yeah. play, stop, click, rewind, play. And he's doing it at such speed, yes, and it makes it. Oh, it's just so it's effective. Click, again, it's sound, isn't yeah, it? It's like, it's like click, 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 click. And then play. at the end, click, 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 click play. The tape comes off, and he's looking yeah. at his piece of paper, shaking, yeah. he's sweating. Oh, he's like he's been up all night, hasn't yeah, he? He's, he's, he's just he's completely because he sees that he, that triggers the vision, yeah, the first yeah, vision yeah. of the boy drowning, of Joseph drowned, being drowned by his dad. Johnny, he's knackered with it, isn't he? Mm. With doing it all, but it's, again, he's it's just well acted. He yeah. looks, he looks like a guy who's been up all night. Yeah, and he collapses. Yeah. The the woman uh, Trish Devere, yeah, to come around and, and stuff. he fought, he's like, and, and that's yeah. a that's genuine, like that's a. You know, I, I don't. I tend not to like it when people are. Oh, I feel faint. Oh, you know, it's very. But I, I, I believed him because he, he looked. Yeah, he, 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 he woke up. He looked really yeah, well. And the way he walks to the phone yeah. as well. He's like, he's, he's, he's. It's almost like he's kind of ingested all this kind of yeah. energy from the yeah, tapes and stuff and all this kind. And, yeah. of, and it really taken a toll on him. 
And plus, he's also still, he's probably not eating because of his, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he's mentioned about his, he's, his, he's an older you, guy as well. Are you looking yeah. after yourself, yeah. you know, because you, yeah. your wife's not around, kind of. But no, the, the seance is great. I think the seance mm. is fab. Oh, so, so good. It's one of the, the highlights. I think, again, any of the haunting kind of ha- elements, any of those scenes where there's a haunting involved. How loud? It's, again, the, yeah. the scratching, the pen. You hear the, you hear, you hear the pencil yeah. more than you hear anything else until yeah. they speak. Yeah. So that the pen, the scribbling, because she, she scribbles until mm. until it's some and said. It, and again, she but she repeats the question, yes. so you know what the questions yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't matter kind of what she's saying after a point. Once you've heard those questions, mm. repeat it two or three times. And you hear the, the the pencils you're listening you're looking for the answer yeah. and you're listening for the answer from the assistant husband um which is more interesting and then when you come back you can still hear you can hear the scratch yeah. on the recording yeah. as well and again it's like joseph daddy daddy you know all that sort of stuff oh you're haunted i know right scary scary stuff but um but yeah like and again the the effect on the kind of the the objects we see that we see the doors but i think one of the one of the most kind of like like holy shit moments is where uh she comes over trish devere comes yeah. over she can hear because she, she can hear john in in there yeah, he's, yeah. it's almost like he's babbling or talking to yeah. someone he's like she's like john john and then she hears noise upstairs and then and it's 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 almost something out of like psycho or something because all of a sudden the the you know it, it could be it could be like you could look at that and say this is ridiculous yes like you could be laughable but the way it's presented, the music, the the atmosphere, the intention, this this wheelchair comes to life and starts trying to mow her down. And again, it's this like web covered, yeah, like, proper. Yeah. Like it's on, it's on the poster and the cover of the DVD. It's very iconic, and it just goes for her like full pelt, full speed. And she's running, running. And you get to see kind of a POV shot. Of the it's like the boy is in the chair yeah, yeah. almost, and he's going hell for leather trying to get her. And she kind of falls down the stairs and stuff. But that that's the closest I said, like I said earlier, to a jump scare. Yes. But it is very much like holy shit, this is this is going big. And then I think at that point is the kind of finale. It's kind of it kind of speeds up from that. Yeah, it yeah. kind of ramps up. I think to my favorite scenes when all the doors shut. Everything, all the doors are open in the property, and he's he's kind of he's 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 doing his best now. He's, he's you know he's got the evidence. He's he's trying to tell mm. Carmine kind of what's yeah. going on. Goes back to that, and obviously Joseph's not ha- not, happy, not happy. So he basically shuts, slams every single door. Yeah, and, it, and the camera shows every door shutting, but like that. All the machine gun fire. You know, John's going. What do you want me to do? I've done. Ev- what, do- what else do you want me to do? Hmm. So he, he feels he's doing the best to try to kind hmm. of get peace for the child. Exactly. But I love everything. And it, again, simple. Yeah. Someone just pulling a piece, shutting it up. Bam, 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 bam. And again, just a bit great. great editing. Great yeah, yeah. editing to put it Every together. Single door. Boom, 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 boom. And the house is massive, so it goes around the house really quickly. Again. Bashing your yeah. senses, and again, like, I think I think it was like, was it a real house or was it a set? real house? No, real yeah, house. Yeah, or, I, I think yeah. did they make an extension? I think something. Yes, like that? they built they built on top of and they built the back. Yeah, yeah, and they also built rigs for certain yeah, yeah, things. Of course, and stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we get to the kind of the finale of the film. You know, the Joseph's still angry. I think I think basically Joseph wants vengeance. Yes, from 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 my from my opinion, I think Joseph wants somebody else to die, yeah. someone else to pay. For what has happened, the crime, and, and John thinks Joseph kind of just wants closure. Yeah, but I I agree with you. I yeah. think he wants revenge. Yeah, I think, and I think that's kind of what he gets. And, and I think at the end he goes right. He's not going to do anything for me. You know, he's aware. He's Carmichael is now aware of this horrible mm. wrong that's been done. Kind of accepts it. Kind of understands it. 
and then and then we get this we get this amazing is it the wind start the wind starts blowing and yeah. it starts blowing them down and 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 um George C. Scott's trying to get up the stairs yeah. and Trish Devere's blown away and he and he gets he gets up the stairs. He gets as close, yeah. It's close to the stairs and he gets blown through the stair, yeah. banister, falls down again and tries to get up again. But then we see all this like it goes like again to eleven. Uh, and the banister just starts slowly yeah. catching fire, and it's it's real gradual as well, yeah, really, yeah, like yeah. nice and slow. And it's not like it's blazing; it's not like it's covered in ga- gasoline. It's just like one little trickle mm. all the way around. It's slowly, and then eventually, we we at the same time we're seeing the Carmichael in his office looking at the medallion, saying, "Is it real? What's going on? Who am I?" Looking at a painting yeah. of his dad, painting of his dad. Stru- looking at the medallion. Yeah, looking at the other medallion. Yeah. Looking at all the all the facts and figures. Yeah. Everything that that John's found um, within within the kind of research he's done. He, like we said, he was sent to another house. Oh, drop my phone. Drop my phone. What am I like? Um, sent to another house, um, and he finds that the the boy was buried in a well on yeah. another property that was built over, like almost a year after. Carmine's property. Yeah, Carmine, yeah. a Carmichael property, and he and he digs it up. He like basically just says, "I'm gonna have to dig up your your kitchen." Um, yeah, that scene with the kids amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, I, I think there's people, there's kids out there now. You know, like people that have seen this, like your at your age, that remember the yeah. boy in the floor. Yeah, it's it's you know. so good. Yeah, simple work again. Again, basically, basic, yeah, just, just this. Yeah, you know, just to like a little boy in underwater going like that, but it works. Yeah, so good. And and again, we get and then um, going back to the the finale of the film, we we see this flaming thing. We see Carmichael's like shaking. He's like table convulsing well the, the table. The medallion spinning. It's like my yeah. medallion, and that's my medallion, it, my medallion. That's the only my only criticism mm. is that it gets a bit confusing mm. where. He is. Yeah. Is he in the house? Is he? Is he in his mm. office? Is he still there? Yeah. Was was? Has the time changed? Yeah. Is he now? Is he now been teleported here? Yeah, or is it a project? Yeah. Astral projection? It, it it kind of answers it at the end. Yeah. But at the time, you're thinking, how has he got to the house? Yeah. Is he? Is he walking up? Yeah. Where's 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 John? How have John? Yeah. How's John? Where have they gone? And how's John? And has John got to? It looks like from from right at the end, just right at the end, it looks like the fire has happened and engulfed the house. Mm. And that Carmichael is back at the office, but they've gone to the office. Yes. I think that's a way to confirm that it's over for yeah. for John yeah. and and Trish Van Vanderveer's character um, to confirm that that has happened. But I don't think he necessarily needed that. I think they no. could have just watched the house burn, mm. and that was the end for them. But it's 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 proper closure, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's what it's. Yeah, I think I think even though there is a bit of ambiguity in the yeah, end, there at the is end, right at the end. Yeah, you know, ambulances go off with a blanket. You know, you, you know that that's finished. Yeah, house is in flame. You know that's mm. finished, and he's almost. Mm. But I think he's found love. Yeah, and I then like the, think and then the music box opens. Yeah, and plays again yeah. next to the wheel because the wheelchair's still yeah, there. Yeah, wheelchair's still and there. Yeah, the, the I think. Music box. I think the, does the wheelchair move a little bit? I think. I the can't remember. I think I, the wheelchair I, I, might move. I know move. that the box opens slowly. And yeah, it, plays it, the music. It clicks into place, and it, mm. that tune starts playing again. Yeah. So, da-dum. But yeah, um, but we get yeah. So it's it's kind of a little vague where Carmichael is because it looks like so when John's seen the burning, you know, banister, seeing all the everything, all the winds blowing, he starts seeing Carmichael in his red cardigan or whatever it is, shawl, uh, or dressing gown, whatever he's wearing, um, going like patiently, slowly up these stairs, and the whole house is starting yeah. to burn. Um, and it's almost like he's go he's he's aware of what's happened. He's going along 
with what's he's accepted it he's accepted that this is the end for me you know he's had this had this life of luxury you know he's got to go this is something that has to happen and again he goes all the way i think he goes all the way to the attic i think so, yeah. he go to the, you into the room in the attic he gets to the room and yeah because the, yeah. the the ceiling's starting to burn yeah, and come yeah. down and stuff um but again you're still seeing him in the office shaking shaking yeah. shaking um and obviously that leads to his death and he's taken out by the ambulance um but yeah Phew. but it's 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 in like the ending it's very interesting if you look at kind of again Films on that era, yeah, it's almost like they need to get one more scare, one more thing, and you get the carry. At the yeah, end of yeah, that. that's true. Yeah, it's almost like a little teaser, a little tiny bit at the end. Mm. But the old man, little kid looking at the camera. Mm. You know, you, you know, I remember um, listening to the director um, Donna saying, "Don't smile, don't smile." And the kid smiled. Yeah, and he went, "That worked. We'll yeah. keep that because he knows. Yeah, he knows that you know that we know that he yeah. knows." So that's it's so, cheek. It's a cheeky smile. Yeah, yeah. He's going, don't smile. Yeah, don't smile. Don't smile. Don't smile. Yeah, and he, but it works really well. So yeah. it's almost like again a bit of a trope of the late seventies, early eighties yeah. kind of horror. There was right a, at the very end of again, the Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, that little yeah. moment at the end where you you think it's Hall- Halloween. He, there's nobody. Yeah, you know, there's all that. There's always the possibility of. And more. how often do we see well, that now? Constant. Every movie. Now. Every every any movie, any franchise movie. If it's always... at the end, you watch the credits, and yeah. at the end of the credits, there'll be a te- there'll be a tease yeah. for something. There's a tease for this, tease for that. So again, you, without without these movies like The Changeling, Exorcist, yeah. almost like yeah. the modern horror movies, the franchise, yeah, the franchises, yeah. the big franchises, the the expanded universes. It wouldn't be anything without these kind of little elements. And and... You know what? It also, I think, speaks volumes. The fact, it's never remade. Yes, it's not been remade. Yeah. They've not rebooted it. Yeah, they've not done anything to it at all. I know it. I know. The, watch the watch this space. Well, there. I, bet, I bet the the second the, we say this, the director will... owns the right owns oh, the he? movie. It's right. his. Ah, okay. Um. So he owns every aspect of it. Yeah. So he can't be. Remade. Yeah. So it, unless he says so. Hmm. Bit like um, a bit like Back to the Future. Yeah. They, they kind of partly own it. Yeah. They. Um. um so that's why they did the musical. They couldn't do a remake. So yeah. They had to do a musical. And I, I think if you look at the the, the credits, it it states you know something to do with that on, on hmm. there, but without his permission, they're never going to be able to do. It. And I think that. That's refreshing. Yeah. As well. I think that's good, though. I, I don't I, think they could ever do that again. No. It, it'd be a very different film. Yeah. Um, Angela Jolie's in it, directed by Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> what a remake. <laughs> you want it different? Yeah. That is quite different. Um, but that's that's the whole thing, is that that's how it links to that film, is that um, the idea of a changeling was that kids... Like, it's a myth where fairies yeah. would impersonate kids yes. and replace yeah, them yeah, yeah. and like feed off their parents or something like yeah, that. So he's the changeling. Yeah, but the, but it happened in real life as yes. well. There was yeah, yeah. there was situations where children would be replaced yeah. with others and then I'm not sure how the, it works if there's a ransom. I think I was or, replaced. Would you? <laughs> I think I had better than my family and my family. You're not related to them no. at all? No. I mean, they wouldn't show you all, these, all, these scary, all this scary stuff, would they, if, if they were? Yeah, but... Uh, I must admit, my, my kind of stuff is always... I used to sit on the stairs um, mm. at my house and listen to my mum and her friends tell ghost stories. And that was my kind of... Yeah. It was, you know, that hammer, this sort of stuff. That was your jam. Yeah, I used to sit used to sit on the stairs, used to sneak down, been sent to bed, used to sneak down, sit on the stairs and listen to them tell ghost stories and things and stuff like that. Amazing. Used to go to bed, shit my pants. <laughs> but that was my... I, that's why I've always liked this. And that's why I kind of believe a little bit. Yeah, you know, I like to believe in the supernatural. I like to believe that, and I do think there's an element that you do need to believe to buy into these movies. Hmm. You know, you need to believe there's maybe something out there. Yeah, know, maybe some. I mean, this, I mean, it's, it's the unexplained, and yeah. it will always remain yeah. the unexplained yeah. because we can't explain it. Like I've seen, 
you know, like like when I worked at Alton Towers, we went on a ghost walk underneath the towers and everything, all this kind of... There's a lot of history to it, mm. and there's a lot of, you know, there's potential, there's something there. It was in pitch blackness. But, again, it was just like, oh, did you hear that? No. Oh, oh, I've got an energy. I'm feeling an energy. Oh, that's not that's very negative. That oh, that oh. Just you feel that? I feel that. I think that's I think that's old 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 little Gregor. You know, old little Gregor. Oh yeah, who's a he's a little bastard. Oh, I tell you, he did some evil things, and it's just like I don't believe any of this. It's all bullshit. Yeah. But then there was people that there was a guy there who's like, no, I believe all this because when I was when I was uh, in high school, um, you know, we told you know we summoned the devil and candles jumped to the ceiling, flames jumped to the ceiling and stuff. And I was like, and I was like, you're scaring me more than any of this. <laughs> yeah, I'm worried yeah. about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you're gonna do yeah. um but yeah I, I do i think i do believe in ghosts i believe in like aliens not sh- so sure about any of the other kind of supernatural stuff um yeah i think with i think i like i think i like to kind of believe there's there's something after I'm, I'm probably agnostic i think i'm somewhere on the fence i think yeah. when it comes to you're gonna come back as a slug i'm gonna come back as a prick <laughs> a right prick unless i already am one you know, got, um, i've got i've literally got a book on the shelf that welsh yeah. welsh horror stories yeah and last week me and amy and sarah sat down there in the dark yeah. and i had a torch and we i told horror stories nice stories amazing and that's i think that's lost yeah, people don't do shit like that. It's anymore. the storytelling element. Yeah, and yeah. I, this film is very much a storytelling. Yeah, it's very much a story being told. Yeah, it's not in your face. It's not you know horror by numbers. No, it's a proper. It's a proper movie. Mm. I think, it's, I think and it's a it's a gradual yeah. telling of that story as well. It's yeah, not it's, like it's, it's, a proper... it's not like oh we find this bit of evidence that links back. It's it's not a kind of a Tarantino esque kind no. of mystery. Like I have that bit of evidence, but what does that link to? It yeah. links back to the beginning, and it's not memento it, or anything like, like that. Like I said earlier, it's 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 not just a good horror movie. It's a good film. It's a good movie. Yeah, in and, general, you know, a lot of the genre movies they're, they're good in that genre, but it's not. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. A bit like The Exorcist was a good movie. People who weren't in The Exorcist and stuff like watched it yeah. probably that that night. That yeah, one, that's a Good movie, yeah. Um, Winter Soldier, mm. good movie because it's it's espionage and this kind of stuff. Yeah. Doesn't really fit. It's a, it's a good old movie, and this mm. is the same sort of thing. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I think personally, this is this is why I don't get into the ghost stuff because there is the the most haunted bullshit and like Derek Akora going, oh, oh, yeah, someone's farted over here. I can feel it, the warmth. Oh, can you feel it? Oh, yeah. Uh, no, that's the camera. How bloody dare you? That's that's fucking cameraman, mate. What about the, the Halloween special on BBC One? Oh, whatever. I, I, I've, whatever. Ghost, go, oh, you mean like Ghostwatch? <laughs> Ghostwatch, yeah. Yeah, well, that's fictional, isn't it? Do you not believe it? <laughs> I'll tell you what, maybe, we should, maybe, maybe we should do Ghost. Maybe we could yeah. do Ghostwatch next year. People, did, people believe yeah. Ghostwatch. They were complaints well it was, it was like a it was like a war of the worlds type thing yeah, yeah, people bought, so. they were bought into you, that radio it was, play it was fronted by people who were respected parkinson yeah parkinson parkinson's were respected yeah. Yeah, and, and i guess we're oh my voice has changed oh a bit not, ghosty i'm not ghosty. i'm not yorkshire now but, but you know what i mean there's a lot of that crap out there yeah, there's a lot of a lot of people going oh oh ghosts oh i think this is a ghost and and I, I i that's what i hate about it like i hate that type of shit where it's like um, I used to you know what I really used to enjoy Uh, BBC3 did a comedy and it was called High Spirits with Shirley Ghostman and I bloody love that because it's it's a very it's a very um, very invisible theatre very much like Ali G or The Day Today or Brass Eye 
and it was just and he's just a like he's a he's a dickhead and I I love how much of a dickhead he is and you know he, he meets skeptics and there's various other things he, and he channels Lady yeah, Die yeah. he channels he channels Colonel Sanders you know all this yep. sort of weird and wacky shit I think it's hilarious I'm, it's on YouTube go yeah, check it out it's, it's, good, yeah. it's okay. funny I've got the DVDs but it's, it's funny stuff um, he did my new best friend as well for Channel uh-huh. Four um, he's in the Nativity films as well yeah. that guy I can't remember his name off the top of my head um, but he's good at being he an annoying be in, he prick he shouldn't be in the Nativity movies he should never get a job. No, you don't, you don't think. <laughs> no, you shouldn't be in charge of those children. <laughs> Probably Just saying. Not, not but, after those two things. But it is, it, it's a good point. Yeah. Really. And I, I think that's why you need to buy into stuff. Yeah. And there is a lot of crap. Hmm. Um, I think it's the real world crap. You yeah. know, the reality crap. It's, um, you know, I feel, I feel, is there is there a D, D, G, is there a GD presence? G, is, there, G. is it one, two, yeah. three, four, seven? You yeah. know someone called D. Yeah. He's here with us now. Exactly, yeah. It's the kind of like, it's yeah. that sort of... Did the... you once have a cat, dog, horse? <laughs> a cat, mouse? Well, I remember I remember my dad like said, like I think I'd, uh, we'd had a, a passing in the family. I think a dog, our dog had died and then there was a... There was a, a grand, my grandmother had died, and he was like, "Let's like have go have a read." My dad's kind of into holistic medicines and yeah. things like that, but he's also a, a man of science, and I won't go into it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry when, when you were saying when you said when a dog that died, I'm thinking, "Is the dog going to talk?" Again, when we had a family, member, oh right, okay. Again, not not Shirley Ghostman. <laughs> That's one of the jokes in Shirley Ghostman. It was like the first time I, I communed with the spirits, uh, I spoke to my dog Sheba, and uh, they said, "I've got to pass on. I've got to pass on." So I took all the pieces of Bookaroo, shoved it up her bum. <laughs> she died, and then she, I think she said, "I think it was a horseshoe that did it." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuff like he gets the he gets the couples in. I love. I fucking love uh, high spirits. It really goes brilliant. It's a bit gets the couples in. And he goes, "Who do you think's gonna die first? And they point at each other. They'd be like, "You're right." <laughs> <laughs> it's like things like that. Sure. There's like there's like I'm getting an image of a daughter going, "I'll, I'll fuck some cock for smack." <laughs> <laughs> like things like that. <laughs> fucking hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's. I think that's that was that again. It's my reticence for not liking or enjoying these ghost films i I agree i agree 100 but i think i think i will i think i'm going to try and and like get out of my comfort zone a bit and watch a few more and try and like some of the better well-known ones and some of the lesser ones i'm definitely gonna do it i'll I'll do it for free (laughs) 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 Uh, right uh, anyway, this is an excellent movie. It Regardless, is. if you like ghost stories, or if you don't like ghost stories, if you like a good thriller, if you like a good mystery, just a good film. Just, you like a good yeah, film. Just watch a good film, allegedly set over Halloween. Yeah, um, it's not. Yeah, it's 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 very barely fan, referenced. To, fantastic, yeah, but it's acting. still good. It still counts. And proper proper old school actors doing what they're good at doing. Yeah. Watch this movie, and again, it's reference calling back to those old classics, the haunting. And if you don't, when I die, I will visit you. I like like the haunting. That the main, the famous, most scary scene in the haunting yeah. is the banging door. Yeah, haunting's great. It's just a banging door, though. That's all it is. It's as simple as that. But it's it's the way you present that idea, the way you present the the atmosphere that just sells. Have a double that. bill haunting, and then changing. Maybe, maybe that sounds like a good idea. All right. Well, um, I think I think we've covered it. I think I, we've. I think we've. I think we've covered it in all sorts of stuff. It all- <laughs> All sorts of ways. Now it looks like every plasters radio. <laughs> oh, ectoplasm everywhere! Oh, it's ectoplasm. Got it all over me. Up the curtains, down the walls. Oh, it's all over. Why me. is it green? Oh no! <laughs> I've been slimed. <laughs>
<laughs> right. Well, that's been absolute filth today. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, but again, um, you, you know where to find Dennis on, on the social medias, you know. My name. Oldham Comic Con, all that sort of stuff. You know, you'll find him. I'll, I'll tag him. him. I'll yeah, tag him. Find me and I'll probably just ignore you. Yeah, probably. It, it, you know, it depends. He's quite nice, but get, quite don't get nice. on the wrong, wrong side of Dennis because he, he is a fierce dragon. Um, that you don't want to mess with. There was definitely flames coming out of me last night in that toilet. <laughs> telling you. Uh, that tells a lot about our diets, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> so much, so many personal details you're getting today, guys. I hope you're enjoying all this. Um, but yes, yeah, so uh, find me on at Secret Balls on Facebook, at Dan underscores on Twitter, Instagram, Spider Dan Secret Balls, podcasts available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, YouTube, many, many more. If you'd like to donate towards the podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash spider dan and the secret balls and if you'd like to interact with us don't forget to use the hashtag prepare for prattle i've been dan and i've been dennis goodbye bye